0: Hello everyone, welcome to the return of Spunk Lake Sports, episode 21, the return from Daytona. Well, we got everything here for you, we're going to round out uh, pretty, t- pretty much each and every day we had at Daytona. Obviously we're talking about peace of my mind, I know you guys all missed that, and then the Minnesota Wild, uh, looking, yeah, to, folks, looking for we're a little back. help. Well-
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're we're back. Everybody's back. I think we all survived. Uh we'll also in this show we'll cover the Minnesota Timberwolves on a nice little run of themselves. And then we'll round out the show with everybody's favorite uh random Minnesota Athlete of the Week. Getting back in the swing of things here, episode 21, folks, coming right up.
0: Yes, sir. <laughs> Welcome to the return of Spunk Lake Sports, everyone. Austin Schindler here with Connor Huberty, Klon and Yost, back from Daytona, uh, and I'm still peeling, I'm pretty sure. Skin's in tough shape here, Claude.
1: I just started peeling. I I was severely sunburned. I I, I don't know (laughs) if I've had worse sunburn. I, I think I forgot that the backs of your hands can get sunburned. So my hands, when we flew home, were like almost purple. They were so burnt. Jesus. I don't. I've never had peeling hurt worse than that. I, I don't know if there was actually like something wrong with my skin, but we're good now. It all came off. Okay. Uh, well, I guess in the bad areas anyway. So far, it's it's lightening up. But yeah, Jesus. yeah, not well, great.
0: I, I didn't. I didn't get myself that bad, but I was kind of disappointed in myself considering I do live in Arizona and I got as sunburnt as I did, as bad yeah. as I did in Daytona. But I also didn't really plan, you know, being outside for six, seven, eight, nine, ten hours a day for like five days straight out in the beaten sun. So,
1: yeah, this, I'm, I'm not... this
0: fair skin guy is. A, I mean, if you're going, you if you're going one v one versus sun, this uh, my body's not gonna win that.
1: Sun's gonna win every time. Never. That's a tough one.
0: I've never won that battle. The
1: sun is undefeated. So I continue oh, to tough.
0: test that theory, knowing what's gonna happen and every single time i just end up in sheer pain or someone is like wow oh, dude you look so burnt oh
1: my yeah God. we're just like yeah yeah you can feel the pain you can yeah, feel the I- heat radiating off your skin <laughs> from five feet away That's thanks bad. for
0: noticing great
1: yeah. <laughs> T- tough tough way to end the weekend but To be honest with you, I didn't. I I mean, I've never been outside that much in Daytona before. That was my fourth trip down for the 500. I've never had better weather. That was by far the best all-around weekend. Yeah, we were actually. Yeah, we were pretty blessed
0: with some good weather. We didn't have any, even when there was a little wind. It was always warm enough to cover that up, pretty much.
1: Yeah, if we had sun every day, and then I mean, temperature didn't vary all that much. Saturday was kind of cold in the morning, but we weren't really doing anything by the water or at the track anyway. So it didn't really matter. But yeah, just a crazy weekend, man. I mean, I don't know. I, I've never had it go perfectly like that weather-wise. It's always rained one day. I mean, it's Florida, but yeah, yeah, naturally crazy to just have that happen. But first timer over here, Yost. Let's hear some thoughts, man. What do you think? I mean, we we hit a couple races for those listening. That weren't down there with us we were down yep. we went down yas got into town friday morning we were already there thursday mm-hmm. um we went to the truck race friday night got a chance to kind of watch practice for a little bit uh for the cup guys on sunday got to see the race friday night and then obviously the the granddaddy of them all on sunday but yas take us through Beautiful. the uh, first timers first timers thoughts
0: um, yeah, I mean, coming in on Friday, I mean, Thursday, Thursday, well, I guess I left technically on Friday, because my flight left at midnight, got in at 6am, uh, took an hour and a half long Uber to get to Daytona just all by myself. I really had no idea what I was walking into just hoping uh, people at my Airbnb were up and being able and were able to let me in because I know I'd be getting there early enough um, but that Friday was just, you know, kind of as expected for every single vacation for me, uh, as soon as they get there and you got bushlight cracked open already, like we're ready to rock. I'm, I'm running on absolutely zero sleep. So the last thing I want to do is sit down, get adult beverages were plentiful. Then we get to the old truck race. Wow. That was so much fun. And I really enjoyed that. We were like, maybe one of the 300 people there, <laughs>
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's certainly different walking into that place on Friday night and the stadium, for those of you that don't know in Daytona at the track, it holds right around 102,000 people Friday night. The estimated crowd is right around 35,000 people. So the place looks like a ghost town Yeah, and and our tickets got us general admission in the lower level. So we could go anywhere we wanted to. And naturally after
0: Naturally, oh. we went down to the front and took all of our shirts off.
1: Yeah, that was That's kind of what it comes down
0: to. You got, you got 25, 30 dudes going to a NASCAR truck race. You're out of state. You're in Daytona. Adult beverages were already being poured down the throats like the, the tarps were coming off. It, it was just had to happen. We, we didn't have we didn't have the choice. The tarps chose us to take them off.
1: And I, I've got, I actually got some good pictures of us doing that. It, it was quite the sight, us, uh, you know, putting on a show, fitting the redneck bill pretty well. Um, got all twenty. I just hope I some of those drivers of us, saw
0: saw the effort we were putting in. You know, we put a lot of heart and energy into into putting putting like twenty dudes down there with their shirts off.
1: Not like, as I, much just hope, I just hope I one driver's
0: in. like, wow, those guys are drunk. But that's yeah, I will. Hell.
1: I, I went back and checked the uh, all of the races NASCAR puts on YouTube after the fact, and I went back and checked the truck race just a couple of days ago, and you can definitely see our group of people just like this white blob that goes by, like as the cars go by, like it's and you know it's us, like it's in the front row, yeah, and nobody there's, around there's for like no six, you know fifty rows of just seats just so.
0: ripping the tarps off. <laughs>
1: That's yeah, absolutely just, amazing. Some all of our better work. The pictures are pretty funny that people from the crowd had, had shown me as we were leaving the stadium. So I, I got some of those I can share with the group. We can we oh, can maybe God. somehow get those online. Do. I don't think there's anything too, too. Uh, that, I don't know, <laughs> deeming that that wouldn't be appropriate. So I think we can get that out there. A truly uh, generational yeah. time. We, we, what do you mean? think, front row racing? Getting getting oh, to yeah. see that front row. He asked, what, "What's that, that was, like?"
0: I mean, that was funny. That was uh, that was. Just so funny to see how loud and fast they are, just right up next to the track, too.
1: Yeah, because you're and probably what would you say, 15, 20 feet away from the cars, separated by a fence and some barriers, obviously. But
0: yeah, the only yeah, and the best part was it was like kind of an intro to Sunday because we got to go down to the track uh before that race as well. I was really excited. Like that when I was down there, I was like, damn, this is like really, really cool that just kind of set the tone for when sunday came around and we got to do all that stuff in the back like on the track got to walk on the track i mean there's a goddamn concert you know happening on the track with jake owen like i honestly didn't even really expect it i guess i could have done more research myself into what was actually going to happen but i just kind of just went along for the ride usually like i do for 98 percent of things i don't really come in prepared i just see things and i'm Take it in stride, but it was really fun, honestly.
1: Well, I think that was ninety percent of our group was just kind of going with it because
0: yeah, <laughs> I that's had people true. asking
1: me, you know, you you get and not naming any names, but you get the classics like in the group, like oh, the race is five hundred laps, right? Because it's the Daytona five hundred. It's like no, no, that's not it, you know, all that stuff. But
0: not a mile long track.
1: No, but I I think I think everybody had a good time, and I I, I just getting people to see that just how many non racing fans we had. I think that was was pretty funny i mean no. you just you yeah everyone
0: is at- really into it especially during the like sunday race but kind of back to friday after that too i was you know i had just a few down already and then we went to, went to Hoot-
1: a marathon yeah. did we
0: walk to hooters by the way yeah yeah, yeah it's we, just so, so we were wa- so we walked yeah. to hooters and we and all of a sudden we run into a s- literal spectacular days there's a beer gardens right outside this hooters there's live music
1: yeah. it
0: looks literally just like spunktacular days except uh the bartenders aren't from the lions club
1: <laughs> yeah a little bit different looking bartenders for sure um but the yeah vibe we were just the, gonna... the
0: vibe was the same just handing out pounder beers and Live music and this, I oh didn't my god, put that
1: together until you it, just said that. I didn't even think of that at all. <laughs> you just brought that up, but that is exactly what it is. Yeah, it was just a big white tent, a couple beer carts inside of it. Yeah, it was. We didn't, I never stepped foot inside the restaurant. I don't know where everybody else. No, I, I was not in the, the restaurant. I was just
0: baffled was just that outside. I just walked into another spunk tat, like a random spunk yeah, That I was kind of hidden Actually, in the back, heard, too. Like it, it was wasn't exposed to the road
1: or anything. That is funny. That is such a good comparison. It was just a little hidden, hidden slice of home for the boys to run into. I think we brought like fifteen or twenty of us over there too. I think just by chance because we got we, a lot of us got separated leaving the race. But
0: yeah, yeah, I think a lot of people went home. I, I'm pretty sure we went to another bar after that. Um, we did. The, my, my brain didn't make it that far because I don't really remember. But that <laughs> lights, set,
1: lights went out.
0: <laughs> I kind of set it up for Saturday. You know, I woke up just. In pretty tough shape but i'm glad i get like i'm glad i had the hangover on saturday and not sunday because that was like the chill day you know hang by the beach stay out literally all day and get burnt even more but that's when i found out i had a i have a love affair with uh the drink mudslides
1: yeah yas discovered mudslides in daytona folks he had to travel oh, yeah. cross yeah, country I, to find them but he got them
0: i just I just I can't remember who, who in our group had one but I was like man
1: like Taylor that did. looks
0: like that looks like that could cure a hangover man <laughs> it's it's like an Irish like, cream coffee yeah it's like chocolate frozen milk. drink yeah it's like a frappuccino with liquor in it basically or a frozen frappuccino with liquor in it yeah but yeah I, I pretty much got your entire hotel to hate me because as soon as I ordered one like 40 40 people in the group were just like what is that? <laughs> What is that? It's a mudslide.
1: After after you did that, I thought to myself, like, this might be the biggest negative to traveling with almost fifty people. And for those of you that don't know, we had 48 in our group, but that might be the biggest, biggest letdown is as soon as somebody does something and the rest of the group wants it, you need to pretty much find like an industrial sized anything to make it work. Cause you can't uh-huh. just go get like a two-liter bottle of pop, you know, for an example, like, oh, this is gonna get nothing accomplished. So everywhere we went, like bars were just getting drank out of booze or certain types of slushy, <laughs> or it, it took matters of minutes sometimes to just we, like we really the took went to the truck our race own
0: hands as as an entire group. We said we're gonna we're gonna kinda fuck things up here and we truly did.
1: Yeah. I, I think the one bar we went to it later at night after the truck race on Friday, we drank out of Bush Light that weekend. Um that was Friday. Yeah, I think that a was lot on Friday night sense. too. Yeah. It's just hard. Cause everywhere you go, there's 40 of us at least like, okay, good luck accommodating for all of us, but you know, shout out to the places that did. I mean, we literally reserved a whole back room of one of the better restaurants, I think in Daytona, um, Monday night. And that was pretty sweet of them to just let that ride. They could have easily just turned us away, but
0: yeah. It, it And it was, it was truly like busy everywhere you went in Daytona. Yeah. Like around that time, because I remember when we were, I don't even remember what day, but we were walking around just trying to find one place to eat and everything's like 45 to an hour long wait. So I'm honestly kind of shocked we got yeah. in that,
1: that place. Yeah. yeah, that they've always treated us well. I, and their their name is, I mean, three ads for these guys, Riptides, if you're ever in the area, anybody listening, it's uh, north of Daytona, but actually called, a, it's a city called Ormond. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal. One of my favorites. Yeah, they're they're always good to us. They they've all we've had big groups there before too, so they that worked out really well.
0: And they knew business was coming.
1: <laughs> they heard there's a big group from Minnesota down for the Daytona 500 again, and they immediately the just snap back to it. Like, oh, it's <laughs> these guys. <laughs> You're the Minnesotans.
0: You got damn right, we are, and we're here to party.
1: Yeah, that was that was a blast. So, no, I I, so, I can't yeah, believe Saturday how well was, that went.
0: Saturday went really nice. Uh, bait your basic. I'm recovering from sunburn because I know I got just disgustingly sunburned on Friday. Glad I put maybe 200 layers of sunscreen on for the rest of the days there. But yeah, and then heading into Sunday, set myself up perfectly. Some of the people in the group definitely did not. Probably one of the funnier sights I've actually seen, seeing like 10 to 20 people and they and everyone, and my favorite part is that everyone knew there was a shuttle leaving at like 9.30 in the morning to go to the track where you'll be at the track for like 10 plus hours. So I'm like, yep. I can't be in tough shape this. But just knowing our group, I wouldn't be surprised if there was a couple. It was like 10 to 20 people just like fighting for their lives down on bad. the bus.
1: <laughs> True, like, would com- I just, could confidently say there was 10 probably that were probably, down really bad. Yeah.
0: Yeah which was honestly could like, it kind of just represents a, our group. Like we just do kind of whatever we want just with no regard for anything really doing the next day. We just hope. Yeah. There was
1: in, no, no conscious. We thought. just hope it we're
0: was, in good yeah. enough shape to do what we're doing the next day.
1: Oh, which, totally. Which after
0: I, a nap <laughs> on the grass of the track, a little shade, I mean, you could get right back on the horse.
1: Oh yeah. And I think, I think we had three or four guys accomplish that. I think, uh, Kenny and Zach and Nick and, uh, Shout out. Yeah, I think those three for sure. There might have been one more. I'm missing. But, yeah, I think we for sure had three, four guys taking naps out there, which was pretty funny. But, yeah, it, it's a full day. And, I mean, I can't say people weren't warned because everybody on the trip knew. But, yeah, we left. Those of you that don't know, get to the track early for the Daytona 500. You have to. There's just too much to see. You got to take in as much yeah. as you can. And Never we seen
0: anything like it. What a scene.
1: I, I think we were at the track by 930. We left our hotel at nine uh probably what would you say we got back from the track after everything raced done, probably by 7 45 8 o'clock at night it was probably almost 11 hour day somewhere on that
0: i would say somewhere around there for sure that sounds right
1: for some reason and that was honestly one of the better 500s i've ever seen yeah that's i think that's that's good that
0: you've seen four 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 or 500s now
1: that was my fourth one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've seen a couple of rec fests, I've seen some, I've seen another clean one before too, but this one was better. I thought just quality of racing and everything was pretty cool. Yeah. But, I,
0: mean, I can't yeah. really tell because I'm more so the casual fan. I just enjoyed it. Maybe one one more giant crash just right in front of us would have been just awesome. Something in front <laughs> of us would have been kind of fun. That would have yeah. just been the cherry on top. Everything else is absolutely on fantastic.
1: the last lap, yeah, because. The problem with the wrecks, and you always have people that say that, and racing fans don't real or people that don't really know racing don't realize it until you go to a race. If they crash like and it's big, that's usually like a forty-five minute to an hour wait to yeah. get it cleaned up and everything. So you don't really want the big wrecks. I mean, sure, is it kind of fun to see the car spin around and break and stuff? Yeah, I mean that's fine. We saw a car yeah, flip. That was first <laughs> for to oh, me. Yeah, so. Yeah, buddy. Glad glad it went the way it did, because I think we would have had some pretty tired and frustrated people if it went any longer. So definitely a full day, though. I think they're
0: already tired and frustrated just battling through the day as well.
1: Right. You're already hungover, yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, I put on...
1: I think it went pretty well.
0: Overall, it was absolutely amazing. Like, that is definitely something I would do again and would actually suggest to other people. Like, when just talking to my dad about it, too, I was like... This really seems like something we should do together at some point. This is this is a great vacation because there's really just no shortage of stuff to do.
1: Right. I have, I have the rights to our tickets until like the end of May, so whatever I want to do with all fifty of them, I can. We can decide. I, I've already had a couple people kick it on the idea, but we'll talk about that when we get there. But yeah, yeah, I, I definitely if you're going to go to a NASCAR race and you're somebody that's like, Oh, I've never watched it before. It's expensive, but go to Daytona. It's on the steeper side of prices. I'm sure. But you might as well go see the big one. You know, you might as well go see the granddaddy and stay on the beach for three, four days. I mean, that, that never hurts either. So yeah, I just think we brought a lot of first timers down there. A lot of those first timers had never, even thought of turning on NASCAR on TV or going to watch it, and no. I think just what everybody fell in, not in love with it forever, but loved it. So pretty cool to see that too. Not yeah, that I was at, at the very NASCAR least, to make love, fans, but love the experience they that.
0: got because I yeah. loved every single second I was there. Like honestly, it was truly like the perfect vacation. Just a bunch of people we know everyone's having fun no one's really generally complaining about anything like it's all just good to, like everyone knows they're just there to have a good time but right. we executed executed a plus
1: yeah i mean not gonna toot my own horn but plan a vacation job, with no idea what i was doing but it seemed to have worked i don't plan on ever doing it again but I wouldn't either. I would never get, I, my only advice from this whole thing to anybody listening to plan vacations is never go over 10 to 12 people because then it's just crazy. <laughs> and we did, we did fit. We were originally going to do 50, went down to 48. Like
0: you were on your, you were, you went full claw and crackhead there. I can't believe you somehow pulled that off.
1: Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. That's the only way to put it. I, I do tend to be kind of a stickler when it comes to planning stuff. So <laughs> no. wanted, to, wanted to make sure. Wanted to make sure we got it down to the minute. I think we did, but could it have much better?
0: Yeah. So that's saying. you got anything else uh, more to add? Do we have any random tidbits that we can think of? Uh little things that happened day town. I think we covered the majority of it.
1: Yeah. I mean, just getting that reaction from you guys, you know, your first the first timers. Yeah, so like what was your thing.
0: favorite part, I guess?
1: My mine, I mean, is obviously the race. I I, I am a I mean, I've always been a NASCAR fan, I guess. So, any chance I get to go down there, I mean, like I said, it's my my fourth 500. If you're counting truck races, that was my, if you count Friday night and Sunday, my sixth and seventh race ever, or seventh and eighth. I don't know. I'd have to go back, but I've seen at least seven races in Daytona now, and it doesn't get old, you know. Like those, I, I like. Yes, there is that special, like magical first time feeling. Like wow, that was crazy. Yeah. It kind of goes away, but that, it, it th- definitely to me, like, head. yeah. Like to me, it just doesn't get old, you know, like yeah, every time the, I'm down the there, I take in the it in
0: store. And, like that's your yeah. thing. So you're going to really enjoy it every single time.
1: Right. Like I get down there Saturday night, you know, I probably sleep two hours. Like I, it's like Christmas to me. So, you know, <laughs> a blast. I'm glad everybody enjoyed my Christmas with me. On I had a time, but, bed.
0: Ah, I'm dead. It's race day. Wait, right. Yeah.
1: Well, the, the first couple of times we went down there, when I stayed with them, that was basically what it was. So, no, it's it's pretty sweet. So I'm just glad we had everybody have a good time. You know, that was the biggest thing. Yeah. Is I don't want anybody coming up to me halfway through halfway through the race asking when they get to go home. You know, so and I, we definitely yeah, they, didn't they, have that. They're
0: into so. it or they're. They're out cold, passed out, getting a couple Z's.
1: Right, <laughs> yeah. We had some horrible people that really needed to recover all day, so yeah, I'm glad that was, they that uh, was an all day affair. Pick the loudest day, service. loudest and warmest day of the week <laughs> to do that, but they they did it. I don't anyway, know how so, you can
0: fall asleep with a bunch of cars. Uh, yeah, there's no way. It, like,
1: <laughs> it's so loud, but uh, yeah, whatever. Good for them. Glad they glad they rested.
0: Yeah. Daytona 500, Yost, highly recommended. I I'd love the love the experience. Now you got to come to Phoenix for the championship.
1: I got to get down there for the championship. We do got to do that here if one of these years. You're, na- bur- you're
0: literally a NASCAR guy. Why, like, I know you had like that's that's like the second second tier kind of race. It's like Daytona 500 is number one, Talladega number one. Then there's probably yeah,
1: second- there's probably three or four like tier ones, and then the championships definitely in that second tier for sure. Yeah. I would agree with you there. Yeah, that's hundred percent. Kicking around the NASCAR idea of going to Bristol you have too, to At least go to the years.
0: champion. There's got to be some sort of sweet championship festivities in some way, shape, or form.
1: Yeah, they blow it They're up. Definitely, a little bit. definitely
0: got to have like a huge concert on the track, just like Daytona, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah,
1: they do some. It's pretty similar. I mean, it's not as big, obviously. There's not 200 or what was there on Sunday, 150,000 people there. It's not quite that big, but I'm sure, there's some crazy time.
0: after parties you could find. Right, some no Michigan kidding. Phoenix, oh my God.
1: My brother's been pushing that idea for a couple of years. They need to have a concert after the race on the infield. And I think he's oh, kind of right. So, so smart. That'd actually, be fun.
0: that would be a fun after party.
1: NASCAR. If you're listening, if anybody from NASCAR is listening, you're going to start getting on <laughs> that Listen train. up.
0: We're Spunk Lake Sports and we need a concert after, after the
1: every race NASCAR race.
0: Because our opinions hold an extreme amount of weight. So you have to listen.
1: I mean, I just brought 48 people there. So Daytona, you're welcome. So. Daytona, you're welcome. Phoenix. Phoenix, your move. Yeah. Also <laughs> owned by the same people. Fun fact. Oh. Sh- or there run by the same people, I should say. So. Oh, maybe. Yeah. I'm
0: sure they're wondering why there's 50 Huberties at every Daytona. 50 Connor Hubertys at every <laughs> Daytona.
1: Yeah, it's so funny. Everybody's taking out my name on it. I love that that they printed them that way. That's so funny.
0: Yeah, we got uh, about forty-eight clons here trying to get in the race. I should
1: have just put, just spelled it out, C L O N. Should have requested that on Friday when I picked wow, him up with Carter in the track. That would have and been. I probably C-L-O-N. would have framed that ticket. That's <laughs> so funny that they all, they every single one had my name. I love it. Oh my yeah. god! Good stuff. Good little trip. One Wonderful memories for sure. Nice little
0: treat. I need plenty that of content sure. to
1: come from that. Yeah, I, I think we'll be able to dust off some, some pictures and some videos and we'll post some in- of that out for the people
0: post them as they go i like that yep yeah pretty for once we have a pretty lighthearted beginning really good vibe start to the to the show here so uh, obviously drag the vibes down with peace of my mind seeing a yeah. clan uh, is there anything about daytona that got you or what's going on what's going on this week that's good get, getting to you
1: nothing about daytona really i don't i, I honestly was trying to make my peace of my mind about that and i couldn't find anything that i was genuinely upset about so no,
0: that's not for the
1: trip there's but no. my peace of my mind this week a little bit more current news i guess is a couple weeks removed now uh the mlb lockout oh or whatever you want to call this thing is an absolute joke at this point
0: point. It just uh, a disaster
1: it I I'm such I'd never, I never I never thought
0: there would be a commissioner that would that would truly like surpass Roger Goodell as the worst of all time.
1: Seemingly enjoys like,
0: worse, like like obviously worse, and it's Rob Manfred who just seems like he just hates the game itself.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know much about this guy, and I wish I had followed the story a little bit closer. I've been trying to get caught back up into the swing this, of things. This of life, stems but.
0: all the way back to the Astros scandal when you just see, yeah, I, just, you're right. I, saw, I literally saw a tweet today. The, the, the MLB fans are getting more punishment than the Astros ever did for cheating. Like,
1: yeah, it's, that's not inaccurate either though. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know the whole situation very well. All I know is if you're the owner slash commissioner of baseball and you're owning these businesses, these teams, And this entire thing, it revolves around you guys agreeing to something and negotiating this deal with the players. Like, the ball is in your court, and you're the ones that lose the most from this. You know, the the sport needs fans. The sport needs to play. The sport needs to exist. It needs its reputation
0: of, like, America's pastime, but it really hasn't held up to that standard the last few years.
1: Not at At all. At least in my opinion. Right. Yeah. If you want to go all the way back to all that stuff from the Astros, everything, absolutely. But just the idea like baseball, you. you it's the same thing with the COVID year a couple of years ago, how they were the, it took them forever to agree on a 60 game season, you know, playoffs, this bubble in Texas for the world series. Like it, it it's coming. It, it's the same concept again. Here we go. Where, Every, everything else is going to be going on in the world. COVID seems to be lifting a little bit. Thank God. Restrictions are coming off. It seems things are opening up. And now there won't be any baseball games. And it's just how how you miss this opportunity. It just
0: sucks because it's like that. You can feel when it's that time of year when, like, catchers start reporting. Yes. Pitchers start reporting. Yep. You can, like, feel that coming up. And, I mean, even being in Arizona down here, it would have been nice to go to a couple spring training games. Right. Yeah, like they're they're everywhere around here.
1: Well, and it's just, I think the con the, the biggest thing that stands out to me is, you know, outdoor events and sporting, you know, teams and games. They're seeing higher attendance numbers. Like NASCAR, I mean, told Daytona 500 had one of its biggest crowds it's had in ten years. I think people I could, with COVID are just written, trying. People are just trying like to get outside.
0: Way more than a hundred thousand people there. It felt like one hundred fifty, two hundred thousand. I yeah, swear they, it that. was
1: right around one hundred fifty with the camping and stuff, but. I think people with COVID are just trying to go out and do stuff. Baseball's played out; it's a perfect outdoor. Like people can just get outside, go do something, go take in a game. And now you're not even playing; like you're missing such a big opportunity to get people back into the stands because baseball's hurting as it is. Yeah, and now you're really just you're missing big time now. Like,
0: like the I the just don't understand. Are, the kids are not gonna want to watch baseball. You know, like five years what kid is going to want like you can ask anyone even people our age what do you think of baseball you're like oh it's just absolutely brutally boring so like if you're gonna just throw a lockout out here really not really get stingy with the money like I said like you said too I'm not really too big into the subject yet but
1: I haven't got it all comes down to it like
0: at its most simple point baseball is losing its popularity and having a lockout right now is probably the worst time to have a lockout.
1: Right. I mean, I, I guess a little bit of the detail, the biggest thing is like all lockouts are the service time, time with the rookies lockout. who don't want to lose a year off their pro contractor, their negotiating ability. I think there's something in there where if they come up for so much of the season that takes away a year, you know, it counts. Versus they don't teams don't want it to count because then they become free agents sooner, so the owners don't want to pay the guys. That whole deal, it, it's it's kind of a complicated. Baseball's too complicated as is already. You yeah. know this makes it even worse. I think I that's saw I one that's headline.
0: What, uh, that's what did it for me. Like people started to overcomplicate baseball and yeah. throwing these wild stats that I honestly don't really care about nor think are really necessary to learn. Yeah, baseball's right. just well, that baseball's too. a super simple game. If you just keep it that simple, people are going to tune into it because it's not right. hard to understand. But when you throw out all these numbers, war, percentage, all this crap, like who's going to want to look at? Who's going to want to tune into that and learn about that, especially yeah. if you're like five, six, seven, eight years old?
1: Yeah, there will always be that diehard percentage that will look at the advanced stats. That will always be there. But It's a yeah, part of the game I, I did now. see one headline. There's an owner – that was pretty worked up about the negotiations because they're trying he wants to they didn't mention names but he is trying to implement bigger bases like physically on the field they want to make you know first base second base third base maybe home plate bigger i don't know what i don't know why that's relevant (laughs) i don't know why that's important i don't know why that's even talked about because Right now, there are much bigger things in the baseball universe to worry about than the size of the the bases. It's just worthless. I mean, like that's like the
0: last thing I'd be thinking about. That's one of the
1: last things I would touch. It. <laughs> Those guys talk about moving the mound back, moving the mound lower, moving the mound up. You know, moving the mound around a little bit, or should we? You know, uh, the,
0: or just keep it the same. Or and the pitch clock,
1: or all all this stuff, and, and it, add a salary cap. Oh, right. Well, they talked about that and the big teams are actually using it pretty, pretty well. It's just trying to get these smaller teams to actually want to do it. So then the argument is actually, let's just get different owners, but obviously you can't just flip a switch and do that. But Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's a, it's a weird deal. I don't know. I, I just so frustrated. Like it's such a good 2022 with everything COVID the way it is Mm -hmm. with everything lifting is a perfect time to get stuff opened up. And now the perfect time for people to like forget
0: games. a like start living their lives again, crack a right. beer and enjoy a baseball just game. Such a again. big
1: opportunity missed. Huge. Yeah. And
0: get people back in the stands. Well, you know, if this drags on for the whole season, who's really going to go to a game in 2023 now?
1: Yeah. Like, the casual be, fans like, there's going to be a lot of people any are just
0: going to lose interest in general.
1: Yeah. Casual fans will be gone. They'll be not doing whatever else doesn't matter, but. Yeah, just such a big missed opportunity for baseball. I hate it, but yeah, I don't know. Just frustrating.
0: Agreed. Agreed. It'd be nice to expect uh, to at least see a couple Twins games this year, especially with Byron Buxton getting re-signed and healthy. But oh, some yeah, momentum. some sort of momentum. But for my piece of my mind, uh, this this definitely has to go to myself. I, I really topped the cake on this one. Like a nice. one full just... You know, yasta, yasta had a pretty tough week as it is.
1: <laughs> Fair.
0: And a couple days ago, I'm I'm on my way to store to the store. I'm in a rush. I, I lost my I just, just I just lost my job. So I'm like kind of in a frantic mode where I feel like I gotta get some stuff done to feel accomplished. Go to the store, get my stuff, and then oh pull the door open and it's locked. I'm like, all right, now, yeah, whatever. Feel the pockets. Nothing no keys just look right in the window I'm like yep okay yep <laughs> I got 30 seconds to do something otherwise I'm gonna freak out. <laughs> I'm gonna just lose it.
1: It's all coming undone
0: call, call my roommate who's who's like a like a a father in some seasons he's just got the dad vibes because he just kind of plays the dad when there's things wrong. All right, all right, it's Cherokee Jack Zalanak. All right, all right, Luke. beautiful. <laughs> Lock my keys out of my car. What do I do? Where's your second set in the car? Both sets are in the car.
1: You have yep. both sets of your keys in your car.
0: I knew what it would see this is why it goes to myself because I knew it would happen eventually. And those that second set has been in the car for over two months. And I bring it in, Austin, it takes like 0.2 seconds to Lily reach her arm and grab it never did I knew it would happen eventually and it finally did truly honestly at the worst time possible
1: this is an all-timer
0: it's it's truly an all-timer it's it's honestly a laughable story cuz it's just what it's like i know everyone listening to this has hit a point in their life where it's just you you're the dead horse, but you're still getting beaten on. Like, you're just taking club after club, and that that was truly, like, the epitome of it right there. Just getting clubbed all week, and then get my stuff, go back to my car, and the keys are locked inside of it, and both sets are inside. Call is just not great. I give it 30 seconds or, like, 15, 20 seconds, like, just trying not to just lose it at that point call the locksmith he said he'll be there in 15 minutes I' was, I'm like all right just perfect if it takes t- if it takes 20 to 30 minutes I'm probably gonna freak out but as long as, as long as you okay. thing, as long as you just get here man like please just let me forget about what just happened and that's kind of what happened well wow. no so I'm just I, that I just bad can, man I, I can't my, even I put myself in so many scenarios where my brain is just Work or my my body's moving way faster than my brain trying to accomplish stuff and then just oh, I've been there before and then just put myself in in just a terrible spot just got no one to really blame but myself just take your time <laughs> that's tough, the, right man. Thing. I,
1: the second set of keys thing that's
0: I knew it was gonna happen that's that's, tough. The, that's that's the worst part like who in the right mind would keep their second set of keys in the car.
1: That's a new one. That is a new one.
0: It's 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 a hashtag only yast kind of kind of dealio there. But yeah, I other I mean I also Ooh, have I have to lock my car from the inside because I my car battery was leaking battery acid and then it died for like a month and a half and then dude. my key didn't <laughs> have on here? stretch.
1: <laughs> it's tough. That, that's it, really bad.
0: Yeah, and then like he like couldn't reprogram back to the car, so then I have to like manually lock it now, and that's how it happened. Manually locked it, closed the door. Your
1: battery was leaking acid, so then now your fob isn't connected to your car
0: because it was dead for so the car itself. oh it was
1: so, long. so long. Oh.
0: Yeah, because I left it dead for like a month and a half because I
1: we well, just didn't go um, anywhere or what?
0: I mean, I didn't have to. I worked from home at the time, so I didn't really have to do okay. or go anywhere. And I didn't. I'm pretty sure I didn't leave the apartment more than like five times in that month and a half. <laughs> just Fair stayed enough. in my cave.
1: I, I guess. Yeah. Holy smokes! I've never yeah, heard of that before. Yeah. That's a new Shout one.
0: Shout out myself for always putting myself in the worst positions possible. I spill. I spill coffee on my floor almost like daily at this point. It's just not good.
1: Just a tough stretch for us. Just a tough <laughs> Not stretch. having fun here. Thank God the vacation went well for you. It yeah, like you needed seriously, it at, at, a, at a good time.
0: You know, funny you bring that up because my, you know, my flight was at like seven six or it was like seven thirty a.m. And uh, I, I got we got a shuttle with or I got a shuttle with one of like the the people I was staring at the Airbnb with, Shadow putter. And uh, we ordered the the shuttle to the airport at like two thirty a.m. Then it's like 2.45, then it's like 3, then it's like 3.15, then it's like 3.30, and I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) Are we we really going to push this? Like, I just need to get home, man. Come on now.
1: And And your shuttle didn't show up, or you guys kept backing it up?
0: No, the shuttle just, like, was late, and then we had to call, and they're like, yeah, we're on our way. Well, another half hour passes. They finally pick us up at, like, 3.30, and we get to the airport at, like, 5 45 and my flights at 7 30. I'm like, perfect. All right. We got we got got hustle a little bit. We're, we're fine.
1: Make little did I through security.
0: Also forgot that it was the day after President's Day, which is a holiday that almost everyone has off. So the line was like an hour-long wait through security. Just sweating bullets the entire no way. time. Like just that
1: early in the morning.
0: I'm not even kidding. That early in the morning. It was ridiculous. I was sweating bullets the entire time. And we got Got to the gate with fifteen minutes left until boarding.
1: Wow, oh, that's pretty good. I mean, I mean yeah, not great, great to be in a rush, But that actually worked out okay then.
0: It worked out great. It's just the the there's nothing worse than airport anxiety. Like no,
1: nothing, absolutely nothing. Anxiety I will that. at the airport is
0: just the worst thing ever. Like if I'm late, I'm like borderline freaking out. Like I cannot oh, miss totally. this flight.
1: 100 yeah uh, yeah there were a couple of times in, in minnesota before we left for that kind of kicked in for me but it all worked out but yeah i totally get you there too yeah glad that works for you at least
0: oh my god well then i got fired the next day or laid off okay I well say. that's
1: tough <laughs> <sighs> thriving Gosh. let's go what are we gonna do with you episode man?
0: 21
1: <laughs> yeah this is uh this is tough this is this is the down bad episode for your folks. This
0: is but at least we can talk about Daytona to, to cover everything up. And
1: we'll always have that.
0: And we'll be talking about the wolves. You know, my life would be substantially worse if the wolves were like five hundred below. But they're like five games good. five games above five hundred. So before yeah. we talk about that, Claude, do you want to hit the break, or should we talk Wild Wolves first, and then just go through it, or what are you feel? Let's get the
1: t- let's get the teams rolling. Let's get the teams going. Juices let's Just are run flawed. through
0: this. Run through this one take. You loving it?
1: One through, yeah. One take. All I, right. I, I can't think of a clever name for that, but we should. We just mash this up. we should, out we in should, one should shot. think of a
0: clever name for that. Some one take wonder or something like that. Well, we're a kind yeah, of there like one go. take wonders as it is, but
1: that kind of works. All right. Well, let's jump into the
0: wild. So last time we talked about the wild, we were uh very confident. No longer the no longer the case.
1: Not that confident.
0: <laughs> Losers of four straight. Lost to Calgary last night. Didn't look very pretty. Five to one. Then Calgary again, three to seven. I mean, yep. yeah. Yeah, um, just a tough stretch tough. of the wild. Uh goaltending. Definitely, definitely catching up to him here.
1: Yeah. Yeah, d- definitely. Cam Talbot's kind of. I don't know why you call. It. I'm not again.
0: I'm just shocked you use it in the All Star game. Like,
1: I would consider Cam we Talbot win games,
0: is. but like we we win the games in the case of like three to five or six to four. Like that, right. those are the kind of wins we get. Yeah, or it's seemingly I, so. That's that's I, from see watching the games. That's just what it feels like.
1: I mean, even last night, like watching that game. I don't blame Cam Talbot. Really, I mean with. I mean, it, it was he wasn't the only problem sure he didn't play great probably would be the first one to tell you that he didn't have his best game and he hasn't had great games lately but that, that to right now as a whole just offensively i think is the bigger issue they just can't get anything going and if you're not on offense and hockey obviously you're playing defense and mm-hmm. we just get stuck a lot of times right now turn the puck over the at best doing dumb stuff and yeah, it's just I don't know. I don't know what you chalk it up to. Maybe just a bad stretch. I think it's just sports overall. Teams hit well, those little ruts and something
0: I out. find uh, very, very intriguing about the sport of hockey is you can be playing well, but still have like a five-game losing streak just because you can't put the puck in the net. That kind of thing. Yeah, uh, right. I mean, I'm not saying that's what's happening right now because we're giving up five, seven, three, four three six goals in the last how many games
1: yeah we, we've had some clunkers here for sure right but at the I don't same time sure, the, like it could there, I don't be just a, a
0: put it in the neck type of deal
1: right yeah and i don't think there's like a formula or recipe to like here's how you fix this like there yeah, isn't one thing never- right now where it's like oh yeah that's the serious issue you I, could be I doing just-
0: all the little things right besides putting the puck in the net and you could yeah. lose all your games literally that's, that's, why, I'm not, that's why I'm not the biggest hockey guy. Like, play a right. complete game you deserve to win. But, like, that, that's what, that's what like, bothers me a little bit about hockey. You can dominate time of possession, shots, everything, but just – lose. Yeah. Still lose. 100%. Totally. Also probably the the glory in hockey as well. Like, you can have that happen. But, like, that that drives me insane. Like, as a fan, if my right. team plays better than your team substantially, it just fires me up when you lose.
1: Yeah. No, I get that. And I, I think a lot of things like, for example, last night, when the wild play against a team, that's more physical than them and can play offense, which, I mean, there are some, there's, there's, those things aren't always in common. There's teams that are good at one or the other. Yeah a wild like when they're playing a physical team try to be really physical back and they're just not built to hit guys really hard we have some dudes that can hit but not very many and we don't have some a lot dudes of big that dudes that hit and
0: fight back yeah but right. that's not like their forte to start out with they're just right, filling that role
1: yeah and so we get stuck like last night the, the tv even highlighted at the broadcast um Kirill Kaprizov pretty much like just Totally disregarded the puck for one little stretch and just went and drilled a guy. And even the you know one I think Ryan Carter, the color commentator, it right, was like that's normally like Carillo just take that puck and go. Like, but he was so focused on trying to hit somebody that he totally just like let the puck go right by him because he just wanted to hit someone. And we get we get so stuck in that mode like we got to be tough, we got to be physical, we got to hit these guys harder than they hit us. And we got or absolutely they even beat down on Saturday to night. The
0: point where you play outside of your game, you know, your yeah, the, the game that's been winning you games all season.
1: Right, yeah, that style of play that the Wild typically have that that just control the puck and get some good looks and you know take advantage of opportunities. It's also but, like
0: a kind of a young team thing. Yeah, like when you have when you have a really young team, you you like play to your you can tend to play to your opponent's strengths at times. Yeah, you
1: you get stuck in their you know playing their style. Yeah, right. Totally.
0: Right. Happens with the obviously has happened with the wild a few games here and it definitely happens with the Timberwolves. So,
1: yeah, right. I just so and it, it, it's not like, oh, cancel, you know, throw away the rest of the season. It's over. You know, they're still no, sitting, I mean, we're top well, half in the conference, you know, playoff right, picture, So,
0: still not expected bad. to make the playoffs, correct? Oh, yeah.
1: Quick little, quick little back to back out on the road out east this weekend. You know, I think Philly on, is it Philly tomorrow and then Buffalo? Um, or yeah, Philly tomorrow, Buffalo come home Saturday, whatever. But yeah, two winnable game. two very winnable games, two beatable teams. So just got to get back on a good one, you know, just got to get one to see one through and get back on that, get back on track.
0: Right. And after those uh two away games, they come home to the Stars and then play the Rangers. Uh, also, two pretty solid teams themselves. Two good,
1: two good games. Should right.
0: Be. We should should expect it. Should should expect a couple really good games. Just uh, hoping the wild can really stay in the wild card race because that Western Conference is kind of, kind of tight. Like it,
1: our 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 division's nasty. Yeah, yeah. dude. You, you put us Colorado and Vegas all in the same division. That's that's nuts.
0: I mean, teams that have records almost ten games above five hundred aren't even in the playoffs. Like that's that's a good conference right there. We got to battle our way through that. Yep. Looks. Looks like the current matchup we have right now, I can't remember how many games we have left. Uh, 31 30. games. 31, yep, 31 games. 19 home, 12 away. Shout out to ESPN. Thank you for pulling this up for me. We're p- scheduled to play St. Louis as of now.
1: How would that be a battle? That would be an ass. The West is just a gauntlet, man. We I should mean,
0: be, I mean, we should be able to win a majority of these games. There's 19 games at home, 12 away. Uh, St. Louis, they have four only. We are one of the home best games. teams. In the they NHL got sixteen at home. away, so I don't know. It should. I mean, we should be able to get through this last stretch. I know. I know during these stretches, it's like the especially for young teams too. It's like the dog days of summer where you're just going in and out, and then you can get into a rut, like kind of the while they're into right now. Yep. But if they can get if they can get out of that, and just be one of those teams that has a ridiculous amount of momentum heading into the playoffs. That's when the danger happens.
1: Yep. Yeah, you're totally right. Just got to get through this weekend and get back on track. They're, they're still, I mean, get healthy too, get Greenway Dumbo back on the ice and go from there. I mean, it's got a lot of time yet.
0: Yeah, injuries have kind of plagued us throughout the year. So yep. still got, and we still end up having to play St. Louis uh, actually twice this year. So should be a yep, couple battles here. Left. Should be ones. an absolute grind uh, to the playoffs here which is always just a treat to watch. But uh, for once, for once in our, maybe in our lifetimes, both the wild and the wolves are <laughs> in the playoff hunt and scheduled to be in the playoffs this later uh, into the season. Yeah, wolves not are kidding. Wolves are winners of two straight coming out of the all-star break. Absolutely. got they got mashed by uh, Phillies 76ers played a really tough team. I know the Cavs are hurt, but they played a really tough team in the Cavaliers. Cleveland Cavaliers are a third or fourth in the East right now.
1: I know, I saw that too. I was kind of shocked actually. I did not see Cleveland. I knew I they didn't were know Cleveland well, was even like that this year.
0: They're they're actually uh 5 5 now. They're half of a game behind Milwaukee, who's 4. So they, like the majority of the season the Cleveland Cavaliers are been in the top half of the Eastern Conference. They have a nice team. They have yeah. like it's like built perfectly, honestly. But uh, Wolves ended up they ended up actually beating them in Cleveland. That was actually a massive win. Beat the Warriors last time or last night without uh, uh, Thompson or Draymond. Still had uh, Steph and uh, Wiggins, of course, the All Star everyone brags about, but not shouldn't really be an All Star. A <laughs> little
1: we'll vengeance win.
0: And now the next five games. Next five games are Wolves at Thunder. Thunder are trying to tank right now. They're not trying to win any games. Right. Two games versus the Blazers at home. So back back to back Saturday, Monday. Blazers, Dame isn't back. CJ's gone. They're going to fight. They're going to be feisty. But we should be able to take that. Got the Thunder again at home. They're, they just want the draft picks. They have 400 over the next five years. And then the magic. So those are the next five games.
1: Should all be just absolute beat downs.
0: Should be the beat, should be absolute beat downs. I'm pretty, I, I'm pretty confident since we had these last two wins that we can win four out of the five for sure. If we win five out of the five, Klon, that'll put us at 10 games above 500.
1: That is just crazy to say. That's for the just world. not but even human. We'll I mean, well, how is that
0: even possible? Well. I, I'm just, it, it is, it's astonishing. Truly watching this team has been the, the vibes on this team. I can promise you are better than the, the that 27 at 2018 team with Jimmy Butler. Like this is like, oh, when yeah. we're winning. You can tell when we win a game, like you can tell we're about to win this game a lot easier than in 2017, 2018, where you'd have a 20 point lead going into halftime or the fourth quarter, even. But somehow the vibes were still off. You're like, they give up a five-point run, and then you're like, oh, God, we're probably going to blow this lead. And then we blow a 20-point lead in the second half or fourth quarter and lose the game. This season's definitely – you can tell when we're going to lose, and you can tell when we're going to win.
1: Yeah. No, I, I I get you there. I would agree you know, with they that. They don't I... throw
0: in any of these really crazy meltdowns or anything. They've right. come back. They've, they've had a few comebacks, if anything. They came to I... back from – uh, Cleveland 10, 10, the fourth quarter.
1: Yeah, I, I would, I would agree with you there. And I just think, you know, you brought up that, that Jimmy Butler team, that team, honestly, like to me just felt like it was Jimmy Butler carrying, not carrying isn't the right word, but just like leading us to playoffs. And then the expectations General soreness
0: off. style. Yeah. He right. Just straight to him. Him and Tibbs went straight dictator mode. You could Right. Just get to the
1: playoffs tell. and let us do it. You know, that kind of thing. So this, because, this team like, definitely Kat, feels Kat a lot Wiggins, more. You
0: can tell body language wise we're not right. into that season.
1: And it definitely feels just more fun. Like th- this season feels more fun. Like, I don't know. Brandon, just... we
0: do have uh, Anthony Edwards saying he is Black Jesus, which does add a lot of entertainment factor to it.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess I having the guy. characters too is part of it, but I don't know. I, it it between the target center getting a little bit more energy in the building with the fans and Delo saying D-Low what he
0: succeeded. said. Delo succeeded. Delo he he called yeah. and we answered. It worked. That's that's so. that's always a start to a great relationship. You always got to answer the call.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully it keeps Delo around for a while. But no, I, I I really like the team. I just think the mix is really good. And
0: the vibes are high. We'll, we'll see. We're, 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 honestly, I've Honestly, pretty skeptical. happy we didn't make any moves at the deadline. Yeah. If anything, no, I, they, I would agree. If anything, I wanted to see what the Malik Beasley kind of trade market is out there. It would have been nice to maybe bring in, like, a Marcus Smart if we could trade Malik Beasley so you could get a Pat Bev, Marcus Smart, absolute See, I just, I, we still just
1: need, I think we need Malik. Like, I, you just need the shooting. Like, we just don't have, I would rather have Malik coming off the bench shooting threes.
0: I would rather have Malik playing like Malik should shooting threes than I would Marcus Smart, but Malik hasn't been doing that.
1: Right. No, I get you there too. Which just is think where it, my Mike.
0: patience runs out because yeah. you just can't have that when you're trying to get to a playoff run, trying to blow this stigma of like the worst franchise <laughs> in sports history. Like we need anything we can get.
1: Yeah, no, I get you there. That's... Which I'm
0: certainly excited for, honestly. I mean, if we do win these next – five games that'll put us in a position where we're looking at sixth in the west where we don't have to play the playing game and granted Denver, Denver has a few Denver and Dallas have a pretty easy schedule coming up here but you never know like this this Wolves team is different I would have been I, I could tell you right now in full confidence if this was the old Wolves and this is certainly not the old Wolves we would have blown at least 10 oh, more yeah. we it's, had, di- it's different if this was the old wolves, we'd be, we would be five games under 500 and we would have blown at least like 10 fourth quarter leads, which we haven't done this year. We've either held our own or lost a close one or came back, which is all I can ask for for this team. Five games above 500. Can't believe it. Unbelievable can't be,
1: feeling. Can't, can't argue with it. Can't argue with it.
0: Five whole games. We're almost on the second-hand counting. That's crazy. Yeah, so
1: just looking at the record, just in absolute amazement that the Wolves are above 500.
0: I can tell you right now, my most Googled search within the last year is NBA standings. God. Well, it's I mean, been an celebrate it while thing. you got it.
1: Enjoy the moments, I guess, is, is what they say.
0: It's been an everyday thing since about 20 games in the season. Just check the standings every single day. Who does Denver play next? Who does Utah play? Who does Dallas play? And then who do the Wolves play? Fair enough. We're looking good. We just need to get out of that play-in game.
1: Soon. Yeah, right. That's the base thing.
0: Now, just watching this team, I don't see them losing both of those play-in games and not getting a seven-game series, but you just do not want to put yourself in that situation. Because it'd be seven versus eight. The winner of seven versus eight plays the two seed. And then the loser of seven versus eight plays the winner of nine versus ten. And then that winner gets the eight seed.
1: Gets to go into the eight. Yeah.
0: So I don't see a foresee us actually losing both of those games, especially when well, I guess the nine and ten teams are the Lakers and Pelicans, but we'll we'll just hope the Lakers we don't have to run into yeah, them yeah let's not touch the lakers that's <laughs> let's, let's not touch the lakers that deep into the season i look i get it they're 27 and 34 they're absolute trash but i don't know dude lebron in playoff time it's just you just can't I don't guarantee a loss it, yeah. for, you can literally cannot guarantee a loss for that guy when it's playoff time no. right. as a former lebron hater who officially rescinded his hate so i no longer hate him I had a lot of tough times in high school and college because he was, <laughs> it was just, it I was tried to, I tried to hate and just didn't work. So that's what I learned. Probably shouldn't hate the guy. Cause otherwise I'm just going to put myself in a really terrible spot because he's probably going to come back in some way, shape <laughs> or form. You Fair should enough. know that as a, as a staff I... guy as well.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've been around that block before. I don't, I don't, I don't count against him very often. So
0: no, yeah. not at all, not not anymore. Them. I don't. I seriously do not care if they're twenty-seven, 27-34. I could literally see them making the playoffs and making it to the. I don't see them making it to the finals, but I can see them making it to the second round and pulling out. Yeah, a ridiculous give a team
1: run first round, and then from there, who knows?
0: Who knows? But yeah, Wolves, we're on our way. Please do not blow these next five games. These five games are so unbelievably big. They are absolute gimme's. Please do not screw it up. Do not get over your head. Just one game at a time, just beat him. Next game, beat him. Next game, beat him. That's what it feels like is happening right now, at least. Just need Anthony Edwards to step it up. He's had a pretty tough couple games.
1: Yeah, it's been a rough couple weeks. He'll be back. He's young.
0: Hey, that, that just, honestly, that gives me optimism. Like, how many times can we say as Wolves fans where our second best or best player has an awful game and awful stretch of games and we win most of those games
1: that's true i mean got some i mean we got some stars it's not like it's just him so
0: i know that, that's what i'm it's saying like just the fact that we can win off of talent and not just like trying as hard as possible is just a really good feeling <laughs> it's about time we hit that tier as a team you're just
1: so happy right now it's on <laughs> just, you're gonna have an hour-long show it, to it's time a little, i on. mean
0: it's literally just a quality basketball team Nothing special about it as of now just a good team to watch and I'm just losing myself over it.
1: Yeah, you're already in you're already in too deep.
0: Yeah. I've, it's we we've known that. It's always been it's always been the Tim Rolves, clan.
1: It always has been. That's true. It's always Kansas. been the Tim Rolves,
0: It's always been Bass Pro Shops. It's always been Daytona.
1: That one it <laughs> All
0: right, well let's round out the show here clan. Uh, with everyone's favorite topic, random Minnesota athlete of the week. Do you have uh you have one?
1: I do. I, I went to baseball again because it turns out I'm not going to get to watch the twins much this year, or at least it's not looking mm. like it at the moment. So I decided to go that route. This guy uh, had to go to the international side too. This is just kind of fun. Met this guy actually in Milwaukee back in the day when I was young. I think, boy, who was I? 13, 14 years old or whatever. pretty cool dude. It's Luke Hughes. I don't know if anybody remembers a pretty short lived career with the Twins. Yeah. Um he's the uh the pride of Perth, Australia. Um he spent in total, I guess, parts of three seasons with the Twins. He didn't play more than I don't know, a little bit over hundred games, right around 102 games with the Twins. Came up 2010, played most of it in 11. I think that's when I ran into him actually. It was right around 2011. And then 2012 he played a little bit too, but Absolutely nothing spectacular. Um
0: no, of course not.
1: No, and he, the,
0: the straight twins we we could rattle off as endless.
1: Yeah, I mean, especially during <laughs> this this little era of the team. He played two games 2010 and in 2012 he played eight. So uh two thousand eleven was really the only sample size. He played ninety-six games, he hit two twenty-three. Yeah, I mean that's about it. Hit seven bombs. So, I mean, seven bombs in less than hundred games, we'll take that. But yeah, Luke Hughes. We miss you. I just miss the Twins in general. So. Just
0: uh, the Aussie accent.
1: Yeah, yeah. He had the, the accent's real. I heard it. It, it. it exists. So he's definitely from Australia. Do the thing. But, Do the thing. <laughs> yeah, right. Just get him to talk. <laughs> so, yeah. Luke Hughes, and, Um Short-lived. Just like uh, the uh, 2022 MLB season was. So, yep. sweet.
0: Gone but never forgotten. Actually, it was never Might played. Be. So we can't forget yep. it. But. Might be. Who <laughs> you got. for my for my random minnesota athlete this guy was kind of a staple uh in the twins rotation for for many of our prime years as in the late 2000s scott baker probably Monster. the just like just a little carbon copy of brad radke like stats wise <laughs>
1: literally did about the same things yeah it was awesome
0: did like the same exact the same old same mold type player. It wasn't a flamethrower, but for some reason he was a fan. At least he was one of my favorite players. He was just consistent, I guess, which at that time, the only players who were consistent were Joe Mauer and Justin Morneau. But on the yeah, pitching side, true. Scott Baker was really the only one that was mildly consistent, or you could at least expect what's coming from him. Like yeah, as long as besides- we score three runs as a team, we'll probably win the game three, four runs. Mm-hmm. So I was always excited to see Scott Baker on the mound. Seven seasons with the Twins, sixty-three and forty-eight. Nice. Uh, not bad, yeah, not bad. Oh, no, that's good. I mean, Brad Radke's is a straight five hundred record. I'm pretty sure, if I remember right, yeah,
1: it's something like that. It's right <laughs> it's around like there. Like one
0: yeah. game below for one game above or below five hundred, but yeah, solid, solid career for the Twins. Seven seasons, four complete games, two shutouts, seven hundred seventy strikeouts. He was in like that weird rotation with nick blackburn too just that yeah i was gonna say we had like a weird consistent five-man rotation for those like late 2000s early 20 yeah from like
1: 09 to 12 i want to say it or like like the same right around around the carl pavano
0: (laughs) pavano the mustache it
1: didn't change a whole lot it looked pretty similar i was gonna say i think scott baker got a lot of fan attention because you know, Frankie Liriano was supposed to be the guy after Johan didn't really pan out like that. So I think Scott Baker really kind of became like the guy.
0: He, yeah, he did, but there was nothing that, spectacular that about him. Once, yeah, right. He
1: just he by force, I think, kind of had to be the guy because there just wasn't anybody else. But
0: it's like Kent to my this year, right?
1: Or yeah, last exa- year exactly I that. say. Though exactly, we, we don't know that.
0: about this year, but yeah, four. I mean, four point one five ERA, literally just like. Steady, steady. What about really a great a back right. end of He's the rotation a, guy
1: for a great team? So he was a, our ace for five years. But. <laughs>
0: yeah, seven solid seasons with the team. I I always liked him. Never never had a bad thing to say about him. Always a pretty solid fan. And that was in those oh god those like late twenty late two thousands times when we were running like Jesse Crane, Matt Guerrero, Pat Neshek, and uh, Joe Nathan out of the bullpen. Absolute rake fest. Fit. If the game yep. got to the sixth, uh, well, it Jesse was Crane over. was Jesse Crane was the wild card. He was either going to get the job done, or yeah. Not. But if you like got to all. the seventh, man, I did not inning, like him. No, you hated him. I remember. You hated I had Jesse him.
1: Crane sucked.
0: <laughs> it was like if you got to the seventh inning and it went Guerrero, Nishek, Nathan, good night.
1: Yeah, it's over. Go yeah, home. send the dogs home. Go
0: home. It's it's over. That was one of my favorite parts about those late two thousands Twins teams. That bullpen was always so solid, underrated. Bro. You just yeah. bring in it's every day. Guerrero, Neshek, Nathan, game over.
1: Lights out, exactly. Lights
0: out. So much fun to watch. Mix
1: in a nice little Booth Bonder here and there. Oh, yeah. it was oh, fun. It was booth, fun. Booth. I'm oh, wasting God. all my good random athletes for future ones. Oh well.
0: No way. We haven't spoke on Booth yet.
1: Yeah, we probably did him. Right? I, I feel like we've work, we've
0: but... uh, mentioned Boof. He was a goat, yeah. though. He's, he's all timer he guys. He's an all timer for sure. He's like. He's like got his autograph once upon a time too.
1: Actually, <laughs> on an yeah. old Metrodome ticket stub. I wonder if I still have that. That would actually be kind of cool to dig that up somewhere.
0: Uh, there's. I've got to have some Metrodome stubs. I got to have
1: somewhere. some Metrodome around here. God, that seems like so
0: so long ago. Remember when one of our friends said, one of our friends who's a teacher literally said there are kids out there that don't that don't know anything about the Metrodome."
1: Yeah, that's yeah. brutal. I- that's
0: brutal. It I've doesn't shock people. me.
1: I mean, that has been. Jeez, I mean, it's been you know,
0: 2013, 12 right? Twelve
1: years of Target Field.
0: Yeah, I, I guess.
1: I mean, if you're in, if you're in junior high right now, you probably don't know. You probably never stepped foot in the Dome, Odds are, that's
0: so crazy. That's like we're gonna be talking about the dome like it's like it's the Met Stadium, like our parents do at this point. We almost
1: already are. It's yeah, already we're almost, at that point. Where it's almost happening already. already.
0: The Metrodome is just like some shitty enigma with just the worst troughs, yeah, the worst just something seats. something in your head. I mean, People the Dome dog. People don't even dogs, believe you, that it exists. It was beautiful, but it was, it was such ours. a dumpster fire. It, so it was much. ours. Everything about it.
1: I miss a Dome Dog, even though they're the same hot dogs they have. Now I miss one. Yeah, same, same exact hot dogs. It's just it the dome was different.
0: It was my guy. You wouldn't God. know you weren't there. You would, Yeah, you wouldn't know you're not there. <laughs> All right, well that that rounds up episode twenty one of Spunk Lake Sports: The Return episode. Pretty electric, I'd have to say. Glenn, do you have we're any back, last maybe. words?
1: We are we are back and recovering still mentally.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah we physically, been, physically, mentally. I mean, it's been a tough go, but hey, we're here to keep doing it, keep pumping out episodes because. Now this put me in a much better mood anyways. So, No, we're back. Oh, we are freaking back, baby. Spunk Lake Sports, thanks for listening. Tell your friends, tell your family, share, do whatever you can. But once again, you mean the world to us. Episode 22 is coming next week. Appreciate y'all.